Joining us now, Congressman Jody Heiss represents most of Athens in the U.S. House. Congressman Heiss, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Good to be with you. Uh, your colleague there, Democrat Lucy McMath, she has a grieving soul and a heavy heart. What can you possibly say to make her feel better about things? <laughs> oh, well, uh, she need not be so heavy. There's no evidence of any wrongdoing of the president. Um, and the real abuse of power in this, Tim, has come from the Democrats. I mean, just yesterday alone, you know, the rules, the rules, the House rules that they themselves passed say that the minority party is supposed to have a minority hearing where we are allowed to call forth our witnesses and subpoena people and that type of stuff. To this point, we have been denied the right to do so. And last night, we had a motion to recommit on a bill, and our motion to recommit was to say, here are the rules. We read the rules and say we're asking you to vote to allow us to do what the rules say we can do and have a minority hearing. Every single Democrat voted against us having the right to abide by the rules, and it's just a continuation of what the abuse has been throughout this entire process. We've never had any uh, uh, witnesses of our own. We've not been able to um, – most members of Congress have not been able to have access to the information. The president's not been able to defend himself. This has been a one-sided partisan uh, scam from the beginning, and – uh, so if there's anything to draw comfort in for Lucy McBath is uh, they lack evidence uh, for any wrongdoing uh, by the president in this. And uh, so her soul can find comfort in that. <laughs> Congressman Jody Heiss with us here. All right. I, I would think I would speak for a lot of folks here, maybe a lot of voters, maybe a lot of your constituents here, uh, and maybe a lot of folks who are critical of the president in all of this. I, I'm less concerned about rules than actually what happened or what didn't happen. I did the president. I forget the rules, and I understand the importance of the rules, but forget that for a moment and just look at the substance of the allegation here. Uh, did the president use the power of his office, the power of his position, to try to get a foreign government to intervene on his behalf in a political election? Absolutely not. There has never, ever, ever been any mention of uh, anything about the 2020 election. There was an ongoing investigation by the Department of Justice into the 2020 elections involving Russia and Ukraine, and uh, it led, obviously, because it involved Ukraine, it led there. When the president called the uh, president of Ukraine, President Zelensky, he was simply asking for them to cooperate with an ongoing investigation regarding what happened in 2016. Uh, it had nothing to do with what's coming up in 2020. That has been a spin by the Democrats to say he was trying to alter what's coming up, but he was asking cooperation for that which was already being investigated regarding what happened into the meddling of our 2016 elections between Russia and Ukraine. I mean, that's part of his responsibility. And Tim, after that phone call, there were 55 days between that phone call and the time when the aid was uh, actually released. During that 55 days, there were five different meetings with top-level government officials, both from the United States and the Ukraine, never, ever, in any of those meetings, was anything mentioned condition, uh, regarding conditionality, regarding quid pro quo, regarding uh, 2020 elections, regarding anything along these lines. There's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that um, 
that there's been any wrongdoing by this uh, president. Remember, House Democrats have been calling for this impeachment since day one. Since the day Donald Trump was inaugurated, they were immediately calling to impeach him. And this is nothing but an attempt by them to try to find something to justify that which they've been trying to do from the very beginning of this administration. Get a prediction from you quickly, and then I want to move on to the Inspector General's report. But quickly, uh, we think, and, and you can tell me if you think, uh, we're anticipating maybe a full House vote next week on the actual question of impeachment. Are there, uh, did you and you're around these folks, are there some wavering Democrats? Is it a slam dunk that the House will actually vote to impeach? I think at the end of the day, Tim, that the impeachment vote will occur uh, in the in the House. There will be enough Democrats, if I'm predicting, and that's all I'm doing, there will be enough to, to get to 218. Uh, there's no question that some Democrats are jumping ship on this. They are recognizing that there is no evidence to support this. Even the articles of impeachment itself, Tim, if you look at it, they're, they're extremely vague. I mean, they don't specify anything that the president's done, just abuse of power and obstructing Congress. What does that mean? What was the abuse? What what has taken place? And there's there's nothing to substantiate what they're saying. And so yes, we're seeing uh, Democrats jump ship. Uh, neither the facts are on their side, nor uh, polls on their side. The American people see this for what it is. So if I'm guessing, I'm going to say it's going to pass. But uh, probably it'll be a little bit closer than what Speaker Pelosi would hope it would be. Uh, quickly, this, Congressman Nice. I said this earlier about that Inspector General's report and the way it's being uh, dealt with there. I think two things can be true at the same time. Uh, as the Democrats are, comp- are, are claiming, uh, that there was the basis for an investigation, a basis for an investigation that was not necessarily partisan in nature. I can further believe, and this can be true at the same time, that once the investigation got cranked up, all kinds partisan stuff happened, and a lot of it improper, and a lot of it maybe illegal. Well, uh, you know, there's no question part of that uh, uh, can be true on both sides, and that's precisely why we need to call some individuals forward and have them testify under oath. Uh, You know, there's no question where this thing actually originated was with Hillary Clinton and the DNC funding uh, this false dossier to begin with. I mean, so this when you start following the trail back, uh, it's disturbing how this even got started. And so, yeah, we need to go further to find the truth exactly as you were uh, specifying and saying that um, uh, there are issues there. And that's precisely why we need some of these people to come forward and testify under oath. And hopefully, uh, as a trial appears to be inevitable in the Senate at this point, uh, they will be able to call some of these forward, uh, subpoena them, and we will be able to get to the bottom of it. All right, uh, Congressman Jody Heiss checking in from D.C. Uh, thanks so much for your time this morning. We'll obviously you bet, watch Tim. all Thank of you. this.